Welcome to the latest edition of the Views for the Wings podcast. I'm Nishan Ryan here with Aaron Palacios. And, you know, Eagles, they had their first game on Sunday and, and they won. They ended up blowing out the Falcons 32-6. to And, you know, it was an interesting game from start to finish. You know, the first two Atlanta drives, the Eagles looked very bad on defense. But as the game went forward, they looked very, they looked like a top defense in the NFL, maybe a top 10, top 10 defense in the NFL. And then when you look at the offense, you know, they got started right right off the bat, you know. Jalen Hurts on their first drive of the season, they went went down the field and he threw a touchdown pass to Devontae Smith. And then, you know, it took him a little bit while to get going. He had a drive where he, you know, he missed, he underthrew an open Zach Hurts. And then he missed, I think, I, I don't think we're able to see, but I think one of the beat reporters said that, um, he missed uh, wide open Zach Ertz on on a blitz, and then he missed. Um, he targeted Devontae Smith in double coverage, so that kind of that was kind of dis discouraging. But he toward the end of the half, they went on a two minute drive, and you know they were able to get the touchdown to Dallas Goddard, and ended up getting the two point conversion, and the Eagles just. From that point on, they just dominated the game and ended up scoring two more touch, two more touchdowns and a field goal. So yeah, the team they look really good. You know, there's I think there's still places they can improve, but it's a good um uh trampoline into week two, and it's a really good Niners defense. It was a really good performance by really um, all sides of the ball, um, and it was it was really really surprising to see them dominate uh, down down the stretch in that game yeah you saw you saw the offense score the first the first time they touched the ball you know seven play 75 yard drive and I said leading up to this game I was really confident about the offense and we thought that hopefully they would get the ball first but either way you know first time they get the ball they still score so not a not a not a bad uh start on offense whatsoever and then defense defense wise obviously giving up a lot of yardage, but you know, letting letting Atlanta get down very deep, long long drives. Both of those drives were were fourteen or more plays. Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh, they gave up 146 yards on those two drives, and then as rest mm-hmm. of the game combined, they gave up 114. So in total, they just gave up they gave up 260 yards, which is actually not that bad. And no, this data that oh. NFL was passing, scoring mm-hmm. a lot of points. So. Yeah, um, and it, it was a close game. It seemed like for for most of it, but then you know, once once we took over twenty two six, it was. I mean, it was a route from there. I feel um, like you could say that the game was kind of over when it was fifteen to six. Mm-hmm. And then the Eagles were able to stop the Falcons on their the Falcons first drive of the second half. So right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, just looking at the at the drives that the the Falcons had in the second quarter, I mean, you saw t- uh, two three two three and outs in a row. Um, then a more punts, more punts, downs and downs. You know they didn't do they didn't do anything. You know yeah. for for once uh, Gannon was able to make some adjustments, which was huge. Something that didn't happen last year with Jim Schwartz, and he was so so stubborn and just wanted to kind of stick with what what he was doing. And and Gannon didn't do that at all, man. And I was so worried about that about the defense starting out because especially on that first drive, they were running all over us, and you know Calvin Ridley was getting open, and they were, they were making plays and. You know, it, all those yardage, it, it didn't really, it didn't obviously didn't amount to any points, but you know, it wasn't it wasn't a good look. But at the end of the day, you know, they were one of two teams to only allow 
um, you know, no touchdowns and giving up six points, winning by, you know, that, that margin of victory is, is just huge. And it doesn't happen in the NFL that often. I didn't, I didn't expect the Eagles to have many games like this, let alone the first game of the season. And um, there were some bads, like you said, that Jalen hurts, you know, he had a couple misses and yeah. overall, you know, he was, he was, I thought he was outstanding, but he, there was some, there's some stuff you got to clean up. You know, he, he bailed from the pocket a lot, um, a little early. Um, and, you know, that's just to be the first game. It could just yeah. be that type of thing. Um, offensive line played, you know, phenomenal though. So that'll be something to look forward, you know, look at going forward is how well they're going to be able to get, um, you know, that type of offensive line play, if they're going to be able to get that every day. Cause Jalen Hurts can't count on that, you know, every, every yeah. single week. Yeah. I think, um, I think Nick Sirianni, I think he did a really good job of implementing mm-hmm. the running backs. And um, uh, Miles Sanders, he had 15 carries for 74 yards and averaged 4.9 yards a carry. And then Jalen Hurts, he was able to use his legs as well. He went for seven carries for 62 yards, which is 8.9 yards per carry. And then Kenneth Gainwell, he kind of had a, he had a very, I think he had a very sneaky good game, even though his numbers don't ampl- uh, indicate that, which is nine carries for 37 yards. He, he was able to get his first touchdown in the NFL. But mm-hmm. and and the Eagles, they sh- ran the ball 31 times, which I think is, I think during the Super Bowl year, I hate going back, but it's kind of, that's kind of, you know, the litmus test for all these Eagles teams. Was, they ran the ball a lot that year. Like, mm-hmm. I think the fans got on Doug that he didn't run the ball in the first few games. And then I guess the Giants, he ran the ball like 30 plus times. And there's a sad thing that when the whenever the Eagles run the ball 30, more, 30 plus times, they're very, they have a very good record. So mm-hmm. I just think I'd like to see Miles get more of the, more of the carries, like maybe like 20 carries, like. 15 for a running back like him, he should give you, he should be getting more carries. So. Right. Um, yeah. You know, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too worried about that necessarily, I guess, but if, if we're going forward, like, you know, we really need that running game to be strong. If it's not such, such a big margin of victory, then yeah, I want to see Sanders getting more carries, but if, you know, if they're that, that high up, you know, in the score, then you can preserve Sanders a little bit, I think. But um, for, for Sirianni, I thought he looked, he looked really good, you know, calling plays. And he was super creative on that first drive. Yeah. Um, saw a lot of formations that we, we never really saw last year. Saw a lot of, you know, a lot of route concepts we didn't really see. And um, I didn't like his two fourth down decisions. Yeah, that was um, pretty bad. But Yeah. And, and the play calls that they called were, I think, were even worse than the decision themselves. Um, you know, I'm not. I think I think one of those I can't remember which one it was. I want to say the the first one I agreed with more in the second one um, because the first one, uh, yeah, they were on the Atlanta thirty six, so that's a little bit of a a little bit of a farther farther field goal. But um, that last one they they were on the Atlanta looks like uh, Atlanta nineteen yard line and they and they turned it over on downs. Um, I don't know if yeah they were on the Atlanta twenty so. Um, that one there didn't really make a lot of sense, but, um, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I like the aggressiveness. Just, you gotta, you gotta call better plays if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna go for it there. But, um, overall Sirianni, I thought, you know, committing to the run there at the end of the game, you know, and yeah. I think, I think a lot of Doug Peterson last year or, you know, even his whole time here and in, in passing too much was what you saw in 2017 is they were able to to get up and whenever they got up on teams, they, you know, they hammered the gas, man. They, they didn't stop yeah. and they kept scoring. They kept scoring. Yeah. And a lot of that, and it wasn't because they were passing the ball so much. It was because they were so efficient at passing the ball. 
Yeah. And once once that efficiency kind of went down, I think you saw Peterson thinking, well, I've got this, you know, three, six point lead. I've got to really I got to keep throwing. I got to I got to put points on the board. And, um, you know, that, that obviously comes comes back to bite you in the end. But um, overall, yeah. man, just a, just a, honestly, you couldn't ask for more. Um, the punter, you know, punt team was ph- phenomenal. Yeah. Spir- Spiros was was killing it. Uh, defense, you know, after what Sipots, what I call him, Spiros. I think I think that's something we I think going back to Donnie Jones, we really haven't had a guy who can like, you know, he was like he was like pinning the punch down and like inside the ten, inside the yeah, inside the five, inside the twenty. So that I think that's something that will help I think that'll help the defense a lot more instead of letting these guys catch the ball and like the inside the ten and then them getting like a fifteen to twenty yard gain and then bringing that back out to the mm-hmm. to the um have the other teams having good field position and that gives a lot of um, confidence to the punter as well knowing that oh, his, yeah. his guys are getting all the way down the gunners are getting all the way down the field and then you know pinning the ball deep for, for the defense you know either try to get a turnover or safety that's the one thing i kind of that was disappointing to me during the game is the defense wasn't able to they had such a dominant effort after those first two drives they were able they weren't able to get a Turnover. Mm-hmm. I know they forced Matt Ryan into a fumble, but Ryan ended mm-hmm. up recovering that. So, right. I think also going back to the defense, I think Darius Slay had a really good game. I think he only had he allowed two receptions for fourteen yards. That was mm-hmm. pretty good, and he had a break up on uh, Calvin Ridley that I think that was going to be a first down. So, mm-hmm. I think that's a good uh, launch pad for uh, Darius Slay going forward. Hopefully. Hopefully he can get a few more interceptions on his on this on the season. But really good start for the team in general. You know, one and all, all the other, all the other NFC East teams they're all zero and one. So it kind of gives the Eagle a little bit. They're ahead of the pack, mm-hmm. and they also were able to get an NFC win, which is always very crucial when it comes to the playoff. When we get to the playoff time, so you know, looking at the Eagles' schedule, they're. They're for a gauntlet, I think. Let me check. They play um, They play the Niners next week. Then they're at the Cowboys. Then they're home against the Chiefs. Then they're at the Panthers. And then they're at home on Thursday night against the, against the Buccaneers. So this is a very crucial stretch. Like I said, they cannot go. They at least have to be 500. I think they can, I think they can beat the 49ers. I... I the 49ers almost gave up a 28-point lead. So, and then you don't know who's who's going to be the quarterback for them. It's looking like it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. So, that's a very winnable game. And then looking at Dallas, I think we touched on this last week. They're going to be missing uh, Lyle Collins and Michael Gallup. So, that kind of weakens their offense a little bit, but they're going to be able to score a lot of points. And hopefully, the Eagles were able to you know, match them in the points and hopefully get the win. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a pretty important game um, coming up against the, against the Niners. And um, looking at kind of just who's going to be available, Eagles, um, no Zach Ertz, Brandon Brooks, or J.J. Ortega-Whiteside at practice today. So um, Brooks is probably more of just cautionary, but yeah. Ertz. Yeah. Ritz might not play. I don't, I don't know about that. Um, Marcus Epps also wasn't wasn't there practicing. 
for the for the 49ers, they were without Kinlaw, uh, Javon Kinlaw, Manuel Mosley, Dre Greenlaw, um, and Arik Armstead. As far as I know, Arik Armstead is more of a precautionary kind of like Brooks, but yeah, um, I think Kinlaw, Kinlaw and Mosley are actually in, in danger of not not playing. D Ford and Marcel Harris were limited for the Niners too, but um, they'll probably play. So and without Javon Kinlaw, man, he's a He's a he's a really good talented player. So I mean, they're without them. That's a not going to hurt, obviously. So um, I think uh, I think against the 49ers, you're going to see a little bit of a more of a test. I know they gave up 33 to to the Lions, but um, the defense is still better than Atlanta. They're still a better team overall. They're a better coach team. Um, you know, that's not not a first year head head coach that we were going up against to start. Um, you know, Shanahan is widely respected. And he's going to have a great game plan. So. Gannon is going to, I think this year you're going to see a lot of what, what Gannon can do. It's going to be a nice chess match to see how he adjusts to Kyle, you know, Kyle Shanahan's adjustments and kind of the back and forth there. So um, I'm interested to see like how much, how much Iuke's involved, because if, if he's, you know, another decoy, that's going to be huge, man. If you only have to worry about Debo um, and Kittle and Kittle, of course. I was, I think I was on Twitter before we started recording and there was something about like, there's something going on between the Niners, Kyle Shanahan, and Brandon Ayuk. So I don't some like rift in the organization going on so far because, you know, they're at the point where they need to commit to either Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance. But mm-hmm. I think most of the players in the locker room believe that uh, Trey Lance should be the starter. But Jimmy G's not gonna make it easy, especially. Um... Yeah. With the game he just had, I mean, he he had like what, like three touchdowns. Um, no, I he didn't have so. one, but he had three hundred yards, three hundred yards, but uh, just one touchdown. But still, he had a really good game from, from what I understand. Um, yeah, just looking looking forward to that though. Um, some of the matchups, I, I want to see Jalen Hurts against uh, a, a defense that has like a Fred Warner type player, like 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 Forty Niners do that are that's able to. Um, really keep up with him in the open field and maybe even spy him a lot. Um, his hurts. I think he won from the pocket quite a bit, but uh, his arm looked really good. But you know, I still want to see more tests for him, kind of see what what he's really made of. Um, and the Niners, honestly, the secondary they've got there, it's 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 not great. Um, yeah, I, I honestly, especially if they lost Merritt. Um, yeah. And outside Merritt, I don't I don't know many uh, anyone on that on that team. You got. Demonje Lenore, uh, he played ninety. Yamador Lenore, yeah. I mean, he's. I watch him with play at Oregon. Yeah, he's. Oh, he he's played. Decent. A... He's decent. So mm. I just. Well, he he played ninety eight percent of the snaps. So they obviously they obviously believe him. He's a, he's more of a he's a small guy. So. Mm-hmm. Got you. Yeah. If he's then... if he's a, what do they have him listed? At? I'm not to, quarterback or safety. Um, I believe he's listed as safety. Um, oh, I think. If he's listed at safety, then I think Goddard should probably eat against him. Like, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, especially because they don't have they don't have anyone else to match up with him. I wonder they probably would have tried to use Jason Barrett maybe on him, but he could yeah. have been falling to Smith. But either way, I mean, Barrett was going to be a big part. Man, he played like sixty snaps for him last year. So, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, week one. So, um, yeah, he's listed as a cornerback because uh, Jimmy Warden and Jarkiski uh, Jarkiski Tart are there. Yeah, they're still they're still their safeties. I mean, their yeah, their man. secondary can be hot. Like I yeah. Devonte Smith to at least have a hundred yard game, and Jalen mm-hmm. Rager to at least maybe have like a upwards of seventy yards in the game. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, and and Devonta Smith looks so good, man. He looks yeah. fucking. He he's looks gonna have amazing. 
Like, he's gonna have a monster. Believe, I still can't believe we were able to get him. You know, yeah, like it's... so. He's such a good player. Like, and then seeing him in the in that post game video dancing, like, right. there's a lot of like I know a lot of Giants fans. They made a big deal of him not looking happy being the Eagles, but seeing him dancing in, the, in that video, like, it makes it. It kind of reassures Eagles fans to know that you know he's with us. Like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was. I think he's gonna. He's gonna I think he's gonna have a over a thousand yard season. Mm-hmm. We even had yeah. a receivers to have that kind of satellite since Jeremy Macklin back in twenty fourteen. So, yeah, and yeah. Speaking of that, I mean, they haven't had they haven't had a wide receiver do that. Um, I mean, it's the second most wide, uh, yards in a in a rookie debut. Um, Deshaun Jackson. Uh, with 106 in his in his debut, but um, he had the most catches uh, ever for uh, Eagles rookie in his debut. So, um, man, he was just everything is advertised. And I mean, going into this year, that's what I was saying. I was like, dude, like Devonta Smith, like I he's out of all the Eagles picks that they that they have taken since I've been a fan, he is like the most easy to say this guy is going to be a star. And I think Lane Johnson maybe might be the other one because like once when they when they picked him it, which he was an offensive lineman so it's harder to say but yeah. when they took him I'm like yeah he's it's it's probably going to be you know he's going to be legit for a while but um yeah once once they took Devonta Smith and once you start seeing the sh- stuff he was doing in in camp and just how he carries himself and man it's just dude this guy's going to be this guy's gonna yeah, be there was man. there were points in the game where Hurts was just targeting like mm-hmm. yeah there was that watching Smith and he was just catching everything so that's yeah of- did you have that report going back all the way to Alabama? So that's very yeah. helpful. Yep. Need a, it's only going to get better. It's only going to get yeah. better. I mean, we really didn't see any of Red Ward or Boston Scott. I'm kind of happy about that because. Yes. Yep. Honestly, and, they're not that good. They're just guys who are there to fill the roster mm-hmm. spot. Like, and that's what we were saying coming yeah. this this whole offseason was like, man, I don't because I mean, I think me and you both said Greg Ward might have been off the team. And yeah. when he made the team, I'm like, dude, like he's gonna be a part of this offense, man. Like, come on, like, what are we doing here? And to see him not I mean, involved. He got, the same... sna- he got 19 snaps, but he didn't get any targets, which is fine. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and even 19 snaps, you know, that's that's whatever. That's what like, you know, 30% or so of your of your total of your total team snaps and he wasn't he wasn't a starter by any means, and the same thing with Boston Scott. I was so worried, man. It's like, dude, you got Kenny Gainwell. Why why are you why are you keeping Boston Scott on this roster? And that's why I was when they kept him, you know, and they've got him act over Jordan Howard. I'm thinking, well, he's going to be the third down back, and, and Gainwell's just you know a special teams guy. But it's obviously kind of kind of flipped, and Boston Scott was only. I don't think he saw a single offensive snap. I think he was only yeah. special teams. Yeah, I don't think he did either. Yeah, and that's how they because Gainwell, man, he was. He's legit, man. He's yeah. super legit. And he he should have had two touchdowns in that game. So that's another guy. Speaking of, uh, we were talking fantasy before we recorded. That's a guy uh, you should probably target a little bit there. He's probably a little late now with waivers passed, but he's a guy I no, want to. I think waivers are still going on. Yeah. I'm, are they okay? You're yeah. Still with you? okay. So I think for any of the, any of our listeners out there that's into fantasy football or looking for um, some tips. Um, if you have, make sure you have two good tight ends. At least I got, mm-hmm. I was able to draft Gronk, Gronk and Goddard. So that's legit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't, expect, I didn't expect Gronk to get like 21 points last week. Mm-hmm. He really no, didn't get that. And always make the one thing that killed me last year is I didn't have a good, good uh, running back core. This year I have 
Nick Chubb and Chase Edmonds, so that's mm-hmm. decent. So yeah, just if you're gonna if you want to look for any fantasy advice and you're on Twitter, go follow our guy. Oh fuck yeah, about eighty two, and also follow Aaron as well. Aaron Palacios five. He he helped me like yesterday. I was trying to <laughs> trying to get Leonard Fournette, but yeah, you gotta... told me not to do that. So I'm like. So, yeah. You just need a little advice sometimes. You need a little yeah. someone to push you in the right direction. That's I got a trade earlier today. Um, someone wanted Higby for, and it was so weird. Man. Yeah, you know what saying? You, somebody wanted Higby for, and you get like Ayuk or something. Yeah, and he already had Kyle Pitts. Something. Yeah. What is this guy doing? I was like, whatever, I'll do it. Like I just wanted. To, I had to check. With, I had to fucking put a pull out there though, just to make sure I wasn't. Because yeah. they just seemed too good to be true. Like man, yeah. Ayuk for Higby, whatever. I'll yeah. do it. But yeah, nah. I'm uh I'm I'm looking forward to this game, man. It's coming up, coming up quick you got any already. Prediction, score prediction. As we yeah, yeah. I think um I think the I think the defense is going to give up some points again. Um, a lot more than they gave up against Atlanta. Um, I, I would imagine it's going to be a bit of a back and forth game. Um, tw- I think that I think the I think the Forty Nine ers will end up scoring about twenty four. 27 points. I think they'll hit about 27 and the Eagles will win uh, 30 to 27. Um, I, I really think this offense is going to keep scoring points, man. I know the I know the 49ers got a pretty good defense, but the fact they gave up 30, 33 to, to Detroit and Goff, yeah. that's, that's a little strange to me, but um, I didn't I didn't watch that game, so I don't know. I don't know how that happened because I know at one point they were leading like by 20-some-odd points. 28 points. Yeah. yeah so. 38-10 at one point. So. Mm-hmm. So I, I think there's going to be a lot of points in this one. So uh, I think I think 30-27 Eagles get a get a close one at home. Yeah, I think I think the Eagles win as well. I think they win. Um, I'm going to say they win 28-24. I think it will be a little bit lower scoring game. I think mm-hmm. I think Jalen Hurts will throw for maybe two touchdowns, and then Miles Sanders and Kenny G will have a touchdown apiece. So that's yeah, I think I think it's gonna be a close game. I think it's gonna come to, come down to the wire, and I think these get Eagles get a last stop when it counts, get a turnover when it counts the most. So mm-hmm. hopefully, yeah. the Eagles are two and zero heading into Dallas week, and the Cowboys are on two. So man, it's possible. Like, they play the Chargers, right? Yeah, and the Chargers mm-hmm. like they look good. Like Herbert, he's a he's a stud. Like he's a stud. But they got Ke- they got Keenan Allen, and then they have a defense like. The Cowboys are going to be up for it. They got to be up for it. Yeah, I mean, the offense is going to do what they do, but that defense is so, so, so suspect. Um, I think Herbert's going to have a big game. Just think about it. We could Eagles could be 2-0 and heading into Dallas week, and the Cowboys could be 0-2. We could end their season, bro. We could, we could, end... we could literally end their season. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep, and... That would be, be insane. I, uh, we'll see. Yeah. Sunday's coming. All right, we'll we'll leave it at that. Follow me at on Twitter at Bingy's twenty and follow Aaron at AM Palacios five. And catch us next week. Hopefully the Eagles are two and up. Bye, Eagles five.